Welcome to Seen and Heard in Edmonton, the podcast about bloggers and podcasters in the capital city of Alberta. I'm your host, Karen Unland, and today we have the audio from our January podcasting meetup where we explore the topic of podcast length with Taylor Chadwick of What It Is and Andrea Bessa of That's So Maven. Many thanks to Edmonton Opera and our hosts, Variant Edition, for providing the door prizes. And Edmonton Opera finishes its season in March with Richard Strauss's Electra. You can get tickets at edmontonopera.com. Variant Edition always has a lot of fun stuff going on. Visit them at variantedmonton.com. And thanks as well to Cafe Rista for catering. And you can see their menu at caferista.ca. This episode of Seen and Heard in Edmonton is brought to you by Castria, where award-winning podcasters help you record, edit, and publish your podcast. Erica and Stephen from Castria produce this very podcast, and you'll hear more from them later in the show. And now, on to the meetup. Welcome to our 11th Edmonton Podcasting Meetup. Today, we have a debate of sorts from uh, two esteemed podcasters. Taylor Chadwick of What It Is and Andrea Bessa of That's So Maven. Uh, and they're going to face off. Well, not really face off because they're nice and it's not like point counterpoint or anything. But they're going to talk about how long should a podcast be. So we'll start with uh, on the far end, Taylor Chadwick. He is part of the team that brings you What It Is, which is a biweekly arts and entertainment podcast that features interviews, games, occasional hijinks of various kinds. Uh, what it is won the John Poole Award for Arts Promotion at last year's Mayor's Celebration of the Arts, and uh, it, it's one of my favorites. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> You're all my favorite. I shouldn't say that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Taylor does this with Chris Cook and Brian Burgum, and they usually stick around an hour long, a little bit more than an hour. Hour 10 is. An hour 10 70 is. minutes is our sweet spot, yeah. or my sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily Brian, your no, editor's no. sweet spot, yes. <laughs> Beside him is Andrea Bessa. She's one half of the duo behind that So Maven, which is a podcast by, for, and about female entrepreneurs. She and her co-host Lauren Derry started out bi-weekly, but the response was so big that now you're weekly, right? And you've got, like, so many women to... Yeah, well, before episode one launched, we had had this, like outpouring of support so yeah. we were like okay let's just gonna make this happen yeah. weekly so yeah. and your episodes are around half an hour long 22 to like i think our longest so far has been about 35 yeah. but we, we aim for 25 yeah 25 to 30 excellent well please welcome them thanks everybody okay well, so we'll start with you andrea where do you stand on ideal podcast length Wow, we just jumped right in there. Yes, <laughs> um, well, I feel like what I what we output is my ideal. Like yeah. I, I think 25, 30 minutes. Um, I have a short attention span. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even watch long movies. Like, <laughs> and I'm a filmmaker, so I shouldn't. <laughs> but I feel like no, seriously though. Like, if something is long, I immediately see that as a deterrent. Like, I can't. I won't. I, I think just because like my life is so busy, and I don't. I don't have the type of job where I can listen to things while I'm working because I'm usually editing film. Uh, so I'm paying very close attention to dialogue, and I can't just like casually listen if I can I will and I've like happily listened to things that are an hour long but to me the sweet spot is yeah like half an hour I can listen to it when I'm driving somewhere I can listen to it 
on a lunch break or, you know, on a dog walk. Like it's just something that I can like absorb and digest. And I also feel like a lot of the times, and don't get me wrong, I've we talked to so many fascinating people, but I do feel like when we're interviewing, there is that point where it's sort of you like feel that you've kind of hit the peak and then, you know, it conversations start to go on tangents and things change and there's just there's a shift in the yeah. energy. And so I do feel like it's we run a pretty tight ship when we're interviewing our guests and it seems to work out really well. So Taylor, where do you stand on podcast length? Uh, I like I'm kind of I heard in the audience someone said uh, that it doesn't really matter as long as the content's good. That's generally how I feel. Yeah. If you're filling your episode with exciting content, with exciting people and exciting conversation, then go hard you know like if you're gonna go two hours two and a half hours whatever as long as it's good and as long as it's exciting sometimes i like as i know herman's done this before taking a longer conversation and split it into two episodes so that he's getting you know one week is like an hour and the next week is an hour but it's the same conversation i think that's good and also like helps uh drive a little bit more listenership because there's like a part two you know and it's a little a little bit exciting you don't see that a lot in podcasting so i think that's a really cool way to kind of keep it in but generally i like generally i like an an hour uh show um i i do really like when there's an hour and a half long shows too i walk everywhere i think that that's i think the podcast habits and your habits as a person feed what kind of completely yeah, what kind of yeah. you know you were just saying like I don't don't have a lot of time I don't have a job where I can listen to podcasts at yeah. work so it's you know for me I can listen to podcasts at work um, I don't really like to because I write a lot at work so that it makes it hard mm-hmm. um, but walking and uh, you know at the gym and stuff like that that's kind of what I'm looking for is uh, something that lasts me the whole time so I don't have to keep fiddling around and finding new ones to uh, to go after uh, yeah. so yeah when you guys started what it is in 2012? Yeah, it's yeah. we're four year old, yeah. four years old now. Um, did you d- did you think then before you even started that 70 was your sweet spot? Yeah, because a lot of the <laughs> the podcasts that we uh, Chris uh, Cook and I originally kind of idolized and wanted to be like is about an hour and ten minutes, hour fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. So we were like, well, that's the time because the po- all the podcasts that we listen to, um, for those of you that are podcast savvy, all the Earwolf podcasts that we listen to, uh, generally you're looking at an hour ten, hour hour and a half uh, for their shows. So that's kind of what we thought was. The the sweet spot but i've noticed actually a trend over the last two three years that podcasts are getting shorter and i'm not surprised to hear a lot of people say 30 to 45 minutes is the sweet spot for them because that's kind of where things have gone now whereas when i was listening to podcasts uh, you know six years ago even seven years ago it was always uh, over an hour or an hour or so i would say yeah. right yeah. well i think part of that is just how many are being made right yeah. like back four years ago there were f- way fewer podcasts being made yeah so now that there's so many and there's so much different content, I think we're naturally moving towards shorter so that you can like absorb more, right? So yeah, you can listen sure. to different things and you can listen to more episodes of something. And also for local podcasters too. Sorry, this, is, this sounds like we're just going to agree the whole time rather <laughs> than... Okay. Uh, but for local podcasters too, uh, we all have day jobs and we all have lives that take us away. So if you want to do a weekly show, half an hour, 45 minutes is like the right amount of time. Once you start getting over that, it becomes really difficult to find time to do an hour-long show. That's why we do ours bi-weekly, which is every two weeks on Fridays we release an episode. So it's really so that we allow ourselves the space so that when we sit down we can plug away and get something done and we don't feel like every single week we have to sit down for um, over an hour. Because I always tell my guests, you know, you're prepared to be here for 
an hour plus or even an hour and a half at my uh, my studio, which is also <laughs> our, my apartment. But it's my studio. It's a studio space paid for with all the money we make from our <laughs> One interesting thing, Taylor, is you do a, you, you often um, do an end-of-the-year wrap-up and you survey your audience mm-hmm. and ask them. And, and I remember you saying at the last one that one of the chief bits of feedback that you got from your audience was it goes, it's too long, make it shorter. And you say, uh, I will listen to you about everything except that. <laughs> well, I listen, to, I listen to them when they say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, I, our, our show has like a pretty strict format, and we try to pack in as much information as possible. So we do, we're an arts interview show, so we bring on an artist. Generally, I try to have two artists from two different projects come in, and then they're both able to plug their show. So give them, what, 15 minutes each to plug their stuff and talk generally about their work. Then we do an arts news segment, which is generally about 10 minutes. So we're plugging local events. And then we come back, and I want those two guests to then talk about a similar topic that maybe their shows are about, or uh, maybe an issue that the arts industry is facing. So I want that conversation to be about 15 minutes. And then I want to goof around and play a stupid game. (laughs) So we'll do that for 15 minutes. And then lo and behold, we're at almost over an hour, uh, just with all of the things that we've got going. But that is a pretty set format that we follow so that there's always a change of pace and Andrea was just on the show and I felt we were having a really interesting conversation about social media and the importance of social media and then it started to get really good and I was like this is really great guys but now it's time to play a game so <laughs> I because I, I I want the gears to shift quickly yeah. and I think that that's how uh, I kind of defend my choice of having a longer show and it's not that I don't um, listen when people say it it's just that I this is kind of our show and this is our vision and if you're in great if you're not like like maybe it's not the right show for you but if you want to listen to the beginning part where we plug the 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 shows and listen to the arts news great awesome and if you're listening to that and you get what you want out of our show at that point great um but hopefully you stick around and listen because the last half of the show is where we actually start to get a little personal sometimes and also stupid (laughs) (laughs) well that's that's interesting because uh, Lauren and I have been told a number of times uh, by listeners, they're like, oh, we love your show. We would listen for longer, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint, hint. Right. And we're yeah. like, cool. <laughs> 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 it's just like, like it's fantastic. And I'm so appreciative of that. But like, we're sort of similar. Like, we have, a, we have a pretty distinct layout to the show. We ask our guests mostly, like, we have a sort of guided conversation. Um, but also, like, we we maybe do things a bit differently like we don't record weekly we release weekly but like i run two businesses lauren runs her business she has two tiny children scheduling for us is a nightmare and scheduling entrepreneurs <laughs> is a nightmare so we actually we batch record we have to set like a couple days a month where we are sitting down with four or five women in an afternoon and they also need to get out of there they're like yeah i'm here i'm on a break i am running a business so let's chat and then i'm gonna go back to work so it's like right now we don't see any need to go longer um we love the length of it everyone the 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 majority of people say it's great it's a perfect length we can listen to a couple episodes or it's like a good commute length whatever so yeah it's like we hear that but yeah it's it's your vision and it's working for us really well and it works for our guests really well it works for our lives really well so there's you know until we're being paid to <laughs> to produce hour long shows or something like it's probably not going to happen just because everything fits yeah. as, as it does right now so 
I think that you touch on an interesting thing too about scheduling. Uh, how many of you bring on guests for your shows? It's a, it can be a pain, right? Like it can be getting time to find those people with your schedules lining up and that actually scheduling those guests becomes, I think, the majority of the work um, rather than actually when you sit down and record. Yeah, it's a huge record. job. Yeah. So uh, that's another reason why we do it bi-weekly and why we record sometimes the day before we release um, <laughs> and why we try to record as, uh, as you know, kind of close to our release date as possible so that we're as current as possible when our episode comes out. That's really important to us as well. And scheduling is really tough. And when you're trying to get two people from two, especially in the, uh, in the arts world and in the business world, any, you know, world where people are busy and have conflicting schedules, trying to get two people together from different uh, shows or projects to come together and be in the room for the same hour and a half that you need them that's super tricky and that's I know the part that is the most stressful for me is how am I going to get all these people all together and I think that affects how I want how long I want to make the show too mm -hmm. is because I have these people here let's do something exciting you know like when I can interview I mean I only got the mayor for 10 minutes and I was like dude this is not like long enough I'm trying to get him back, but we'll see. Uh, but like you sometimes, and sometimes you only get people for half an hour. So you know this, Karen, because yeah. you listen to our show where sometimes we will do a 30 minute interview with someone and then another 30 minute interview with someone else. And we'll kind of put those together. And then that'll be the episode is two kind of good 20 to 30 minute long interviews. And that's all in one show rather than releasing them separately. Because again, following that release cycle and making sure we're really consistent there. I'm sure all of you know consistency in the day that you release and the time that you release is super important to establishing consistency in your audience as well. I think it's also a really interesting point, especially for people that are just starting a podcast or thinking of starting a podcast, is you make decisions along the way that have cascading ripples beyond, right? So uh, that's so Maven is batchable because the conversations are kind of evergreen, yes. right? Yeah. You don't want them to sit there forever, but but you could talk to somebody um, two months ago and what she has to say is still going to be relevant. Yeah, You are very tied to the news, Taylor, and so you need to, I mean, the, the arts, the, what's happening in the arts world, and so it doesn't do broken toys any good if you <laughs> if you yeah. uh, preview their show after it's over right? totally and yeah that's had, a huge factor yeah we've had people contact us and be like the week before their show opens and be like we'd like to be on the podcast and we're like well our episode doesn't come out until your show's in for a week and then we're only plugging you for the weekend like we're not going to do you that much good but what i will do is plug your show on our arts news and be like hey there's one weekend left to go check this show out because we also want it to be useful to our listeners too so that when they pop it on you know over that two-week time that the thing that they're listening to someone talk about is like they can literally go online and go that night to that thing that we're yeah. talking about that's super important to us yeah. yeah how much editing do you do andrea of the of the podcast not in your uh, life oh yeah. my god <laughs> let's not even you edit your life andrea. Yeah. let's get into it um for the podcast I, I try to make it my goal to edit as little as possible because I edit all hours yeah. of every day of my life. Um, yeah. But just because it's, uh, you know, it's not my like paid job, I try to make it as streamlined as I possibly can so that it's good to go. Um, we've been pretty lucky. We do, we tell our guests like, you know, it's a casual conversation, so don't feel stressed out. If somebody trips up or loses their train of thought, they or they go like deer in the headlights, yeah. you can always see it happening. 
Um, then I edit things like that. Uh, I edit out my own pet peeves of myself, which is <laughs> that sometimes I take a really long time to finish a sentence and I'm just like, oh my God, <laughs> why is this still happening? Um, but yeah, it's it, very little. Um, if there's like some... If, if somebody's kind of made a verbal misstep or if we've asked, because sometimes like we we don't always know the women we interview. So we'll research their website and sometimes we'll ask them about something and they'll be like, ah, that's not supposed to be on our website anymore. <laughs> we, we don't offer that. And I'm like, okay, backspace. Like, yeah. so there's little things like that. But for the most part, it's adding our intro, taking out, you know, long ums or long pauses or if like something's gone on in the room. Um, and then, yeah, it's it's pretty try not yeah to. <laughs> so you're keeping it tight by preparation rather than by editing af- after the fact yes yeah yeah and when guests are like so you're gonna edit this right I say well <laughs> I will if something goes horribly wrong other than that you'll hear it when yeah. it comes out <laughs> do you edit like so you're editing out like the longer like the kind of missteps and stuff like that for yourself and for your for your guests do you ask your guests afterwards like is there anything that you d- aren't happy with you want us to take out or do they usually say if they want? They'll say like, yeah, it, we've never had anything. Yeah, there's never, we so far have not had a guest who's been like, oh God, I, you have to take that out. I wasn't supposed to say that. Um, Are people allowed to swear on your show? Yes. <laughs> That's actually a really good not point. Not on my show. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had one guest ask if she was allowed to swear and we were like, yeah, no problem. But uh, she works in social media and so she's talking about trolls. So what she proceeded to say was so vulgar she was like talking about what somebody said it was so vulgar I was like okay (laughs) I'm going to bleep that Uh, so yeah it's uh but we've like we've had minor things where someone will stop like I said they'll lose their train of thought they'll be like oh my god what was the question or like I'm I don't I don't like how I said that can I just rephrase that um or like we will accidentally pronounce their name wrong now we check 18 times (laughs) before even if it's like spelled super sometimes they look at us like it's Johnson we're like okay (laughs) just you know to be clear but yeah it's no one's ever no one's ever um ask that it's not something we have no to prompt you at 3 a.m in the morning and been like oh, i can't believe i said that, you need to take that out. <laughs> well no, you know what we do get a lot of i do get a lot of texts like the day after right. but usually the question is and i do this too like i did it on your podcast like i left and had no recollection of what we talked about yeah. and i was like i hope i sounded smart so i definitely i've gotten the texts of for because you know it's like it's an interview-based podcast so and people are talking about their business yeah. and a, it's hard to talk about yourself a lot of the time. Like it's oh, hard because no. you some well <laughs> for some of us it is hard to talk. So I read about that. Yeah, I've, I've gotten the I've gotten the like day after text from from people we've interviewed being like, did I talk about my business? And I'm like, mm. oh yeah, no, it was a fantastic conversation. Mm. But no one's no one's freaked out about content. Yeah, no. Yeah, go ahead on editing. Has anyone done that to you? Yeah, oh, for sure. Really? Okay. for sure. I've done that to us. Oh. Yeah, where I've been like, I really shouldn't have said that about that one project or something like that. Oh, that's interesting. I've only edited, I think Brian's only taken out certain little things that I've said. Um, We tell our guests that we don't edit the show. Yeah, that's right. um, uh, If you say, uh, if you say, um... We're not editing that out, so please be aware, like that that is going to that is going to happen. If something really bad happens and someone messes up, then that's fine. We'll 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 work that in for them. Um, but I start the show off by 
horribly mispronouncing everybody's names and <laughs> like just I, I do like my our guests are there when I do my preamble I know Karen mm -hmm. and, and you when you do your kind of well your preamble before you sit down with the guest like that's not when the guest is there I do all my preamble while the guest is there so that they get a sense of the looseness of the show so that when we finally go to them they're not so they've been waiting to kind of talk rather than it being like okay the mics are on and how are you doing so like what's going on <laughs> tell me about your show and pitch it perfectly in a 30 second blurb you know? <laughs> uh, we yeah so we tell our guests that we don't edit at all and you know we allow swearing and sometimes uh, I listen to an episode and I go maybe we should have edited that person a little bit but at the same time it's like that's that's the way it is and that's uh what it is when you come on the show and you, if you don't know how to pitch your stuff, well, maybe you'll listen to the episode and learn next time how to pitch your stuff. <laughs> a little bit of remedial uh, interviewing on podcasts. Yeah, kind, kind of. Well, it's just, it's just in the arts world, sometimes it's, this is one of my things is like, sometimes it surprises me how people can't describe their show or their project in 20 seconds. It really boggles my mind when I go so what's the show about and they go well it's a metaphysical retelling of well you know the main idea that we explore <laughs> is the sense of spirit but really it's about two little children who and it's like like what is the what's the narrative man like what's simply just tell me what it's about yeah. you know I feel like a lot of artists don't really um some artists not a lot but uh, a few artists just like just haven't figured that part out yet mm -hmm. about how to pitch their stuff um, but it's also sometimes the state in which we bring them in which is they're in rehearsal and they've been uh, grinding away at, at their work for a while and then all of a sudden I'm going so tell me about your show uh, and all that kind of stuff but I try to have their dates their cast members their websites all that stuff on in front of me so that they don't worry have to worry about that they just got to worry about talking about their work so it's an interesting point about preparation too because especially you're keeping that so maven tight because you two are are um you know what you're asking right you're not yeah. so how much prep what's your preparation process for your show um it's you know it's not extensive we effort, when we first started out we were definitely more like nervous about it so we'd be like okay so this woman she does this and like maybe we can go this direction with it but we discovered pretty quickly we don't have to do that um so i would say our preparation goes as far as uh knowing what the business is we'll look at their website um and i'll usually check out their social media and just kind of see what's up and then it's just kind of what we're interested in like beyond because we have a few core questions that we talk to everybody about because everybody has a completely different story everyone's work life is so different um but yeah aside from that we with our like side questions are pretty off the cuff and we're typically lauren and i are typically wondering the same thing sometimes we'll like interrupt each other we're like oh i was just gonna say oh my god i was gonna say that <laughs> um but yeah our preparation is is pretty pretty quick and simple it's really just our general interest yeah. like it's what we're what most interests us about their job and yeah. But there is common questions that you try to hit yes. with every one of your guests. Yeah, absolutely. And then, Taylor, you you do have, I mean, one of the things that keeps your show from sounding long to me is the structure. It's so, so well-structured. Yeah, it, yeah yes. it is. You're welcome. Um, yeah, what a debate, hey? Fierce oh, debate so right nice. now. <laughs> it's getting heated. 
Um, but how much time are you putting into that, making sure that you're getting th- those short interviews? Because it, it, it's a long, longish show, but it's short interviews inside of it, right? Yeah. Uh, I spend anywhere from two to three hours preparing the episode. Um, and that's researching the project, doing a little bit of side research if um, it's an existing play or an existing project, reading a little bit about kind of what the story is of the show and then maybe trying to find some of the themes and other things that we can talk about that's not just the project, like if it's a show about, um, you know, zoos, like, okay, let's talk about zoos for a little while and what and what that is. And I, so I do a little bit of light research there and try to figure out what else we can talk about beyond that. Also, planning the arts news, finding all those uh, events to promote, that takes a bit of time. Um, Also, we do a preamble at the beginning, requires me to go through uh, Twitter a little bit and kind of see who's interacting with us, because if you retweet our show or if you tag our show in a tweet, we say your Twitter handle on our show, so that there's a little bit more. We also take listener suggestions for two different uh, segments in our show, so I gotta go find those things. Sometimes I gotta go on my Facebook page and be like, someone give me a suggestion, and I get a whole bunch, and then I just bank those. Uh, So it's, yeah, and and I I wanna be prepared, and sometimes I I do like two full pages of questions sometimes, of just like, what's gonna save me when I feel like we're getting a little bit dry? And oftentimes I have to say that, and Brian, our sound uh, engineer gives, uh, you know, lets me know, it's like you prepared all this stuff and you let them know you're going to ask all these things and you didn't ask a single thing. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, because you just want to go off of what's being said and, and try and be as in the moment as possible. I notice I'm way, uh, uh, I'm way stronger at um, allowing things to go with the flow now than I was when we started. And I'm sure that uh, all of you are finding that too, that as you're, you know, we get you know, to that hot spot, which I think about 30 episodes in, you start to kind of lean back a little bit and feel a lot more confident with yourself and with your skills. Because sometimes I know that I'm, I, oh man, I got this guy's coming in. All I have is their details and a little bit about their show. Okay, we're going to see where this goes. And it ends up being a really great conversation just because I'm, I'm diving in kind of head first and trying to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, I was going to yeah. say, just so we do, uh, debate a bit <laughs> oh he's gonna pick on me now uh, no i'm not gonna pick on you um do you think that 25 to 30 minutes is enough for you to get really inside that is your goal to like get into the depths of what makes that person tick or why they started like do you find 25 to 30 minutes a good length to like dive into someone or do you feel like you're getting kind of surface level stuff sometimes like is it or does it depend on the guest? it truly depends on the person right. i would say the length that we are is the comfortable length Mm. um because we don't like our goal is not to like dig deep and get the like hard-hitting information like we don't we're not trying to get anything out of anybody it's more about finding what they're willing to share um and you know what to be fair like a lot of the times once the mic is off other conversations happen that people are not comfortable sharing on air and that's completely fine sometimes we're like darn like ah why don't we talk about that because like obviously a lot of what we talk about is like sexism and being a woman in the industry whatever industry you're in it affects that uh and so sometimes there's conversations that like are not you know not everyone's comfortable talking about that stuff not everyone wants to talk about that stuff so it's like i don't know it's like we we could deep dive absolutely we could like i mean everyone we've spoken to has been so like wonderful and giving and and so fascinating and i love hearing about how other 
people run their business and just like what they do all day just because like I know a lot of people think my job is super weird all day and I'm like my friend Kathy she's like an equine sports therapist I'm like so like what (laughs) tell me about your day and now I like obsessively follow her snapchat but like yeah so it's like we could talk for longer but I feel like I feel like we're getting really good getting good information out of them um it's helpful information because that's the other thing is like our show is not necessarily just to like chat about a business it's to help and network other women who run businesses so it's you know we try to talk about you know like what advice would you give to people what tools are really helpful in your business because sometimes you know no matter what you're doing there's a tool that you know like whether it's how you schedule your day or how you invoice or whatever like those things are helpful between us yeah. so yeah it's i mean it's an interesting question that's a worthwhile question we could definitely go on and on and mm-hmm. chat with everyone but i think that what we're getting is that like really it's that like golden content yeah and i mean some people are not comfortable being on a podcast totally so we've definitely had guests where you're like sitting there and I'm like, okay, I can feel Lauren's digging and I'm digging. And this is how one of us has to dig each other out of this like awkward hole, and, you know, cause people get nervous or they're not comfortable pitching their business. They're not comfortable talking about what they like. They just don't know how to properly talk about what they do. Yeah. And they, so they get really nervous. And then usually the tendency in that case is to just like say two words. <laughs> and then there's that awkward, you're like, you ask them this like in-depth question and they're like, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Totally. That's why totally. you like, got to phrase oh. your question. So I, just, I just say, that's not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So everybody's now scared to be on both your podcasts, but... <laughs> This episode of Seen and Heard in Edmonton is brought to you by Castria, where award-winning podcasters can help you make your show sound great. I'm here with Castria co-founders Stephen Schapansky and Erica Ensign. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. How did you get into podcasting before we get into what Castria is? I got into podcasting over 10 years ago when a friend and I wanted to start talking about Doctor Who. And he knew about podcasting. I did not. So he set it up and I just talked onto a mic once a week with him. And 10 years later and many other podcasts later, um, here we are. So my life has been podcasting for the better part of a decade or more. Yeah. And I discovered Stephen's podcast about 10 years ago. It was only, I think, the second podcast I ever listened to. And that was a great big part of what inspired me to start my first podcast, which is also a Doctor Who podcast. And I dived in uh, with both feet and uh, have collected a good number of podcasts since then. And it really has been my life ever since. All right. So what can Castria do for people? Podcasting is still sort of an up-and-coming media format on the internet and, and in the world. It's it's gaining popularity. So if you have been podcasting already for a while and you want to improve, or if you want to just take some of the work off of your plate and have somebody else do it for you, we can help with that. Or if you are interested in getting into the realm of podcasting, we can help you uh, plan what kind of a, a podcast that would look like. We can help get it set up from the beginning. And and also, we if you decide you want to be the one who's actually doing the work and all that kind of thing, but you don't know where to start, we can actually train you how to do that and give you tools to keep you going and then you know set you free into the world of podcasting on the internet to do that. In fact, if you are located in Edmonton, we can actually come in person and 
do the recording for you and the audio engineering to make sure that everything sounds as, as good as possible. And in addition to the audio stuff, there are a variety of other media solutions that we can offer for you. We can do video editing. Um, both Stephen and I have published essays in a variety of magazines and books about both podcasting and genre properties of different sorts. We have done voiceover work and voice acting, uh, and we can even do uh, copy editing and proofreading on an hourly rate basis. So lots of lots of media solutions to uh, mm-hmm. to offer. And it's also if if you want to do like a personal podcast or something like that, like if something you love, like a show or something like that, it, we, we do work for that. But also if you're a business or something wanting to help promote your 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 brand and your product and your office and stuff. Uh, we think that podcasting is a way to sort of control your advertising message, and so that can be helpful as well. So there's a wide variety of people we can help. Excellent. Uh, thanks for coming to chat with me. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Thank you for producing my podcast. <laughs> Anytime. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, visit com to hire Stephen and Erica to help you make your podcast. They help me, and I know they can help you. Castria is C-A-S-T-R-I-A, and they are at wearecastria.com. Any questions from the floor? Does anybody want to ask them about... Um, podcasting length or podcasting in general? Yes, Troy. So you all have gone into in-depth giving your reasoning for the length of the show. Uh, I'm sitting here cynically thinking that you're saying the format dictates the length of your show, but I'm sort of under the impression that maybe the opposite is true, and I'd like your thoughts on this. Like, for example, you, and I'm guilty of the same thing. I looked at how long Earwolf's shows were, and I'm like, that's the length of my show, and then I developed a format to fill that length. Uh, you have 30 spare minutes, so you developed a format that fits the length of the show, and then that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Therefore, the content, when you're forcing this length, will fill the length. I, I'm interested to see your thoughts on that. Is that something you're guilty of, or if you've thought about that at all? I think I think it kind of goes both ways, yeah. right? Like you see kind of where you want to land it and then when you start when you start your show it's like okay let's aim for this um, I know when we were f- recorded our first three episodes our episodes were like we had like an hour and a half hour 40 minutes and we were like okay hey, we gotta cut 30 minutes down so then we eventually trimmed those f- first few episodes we definitely trimmed stuff out and cut large segments out um, but then you start to it become it becomes this cycle, right? Because what you're saying is that one feeds the other, and I think that's true. Is that eventually you find that sweet spot? You might start out with just being like, "These are the this is the format of the show." Totally fine. You might start out with, "This is the length we want to hit." Totally fine. And but eventually they start to feed each other, right? The format that you're following, and it by episode 15 or so, you're going, "Yeah, this is our format, and this is the length because this is where we usually land." Um, Brian, my our sound engineer, who I love, and he's like the he's the MVP of our podcast we could not do it without him uh, he you know gives me a we say like a 5 at 20 or a 5 at 15 or, or something like that to let me know where we're at but I generally know now where we're at in terms of in terms of time just because the re- repetition of it I don't know yeah I, I mean yeah like we when we I think one of the first steps when you're starting a podcast is just to decide how long you want it to be because I mean it's kind of like deciding on what you want to talk about and how often you're able to talk about it, right? So that was definitely a consider a consideration for Lauren and I. We sat down. We were like, okay, we know what we want to talk about. We weren't sure how often we wanted to release. And because 
you know, we've got a lot going on. We originally, we were like, okay, let's just start at like every two weeks and we'll just see and we'll see if people even care about our show. And then we started talking about the show and everyone freaked out and loved it to the point that we were good to go weekly before we launched. So we just launched weekly from the start. But another thing was that we both kind of decided that we liked the 30 to 45 minute time range. And so like I'm saying 30 to 45 minutes. So we started with kind of a, a bigger bracket of time in our in our minds and so we were just kind of we we saw how the first few episodes went and we kind of had our core questions and we had really great conversations that landed at around 25 to 30 minutes so it just kind of like it fell into place but that being said we have episodes that are about 21 minutes we have an episode coming up that's 38 minutes so it really I mean we have our format but also if the conversation's happening and it's great and it's interesting then we'll let it go. I don't I don't anticipate that we would like let one go for an hour just because that would all of a sudden our listeners would be like, okay, I wasn't banking on this. <laughs> so if that were to happen, like if, I mean, we, same thing, like when we're recording, we can feel that time. We're like, okay, time to ask our like last couple questions. But like if that were to happen, we would probably do the like multiple episode. It would be like part, part one with this person, part two with this person. But it honestly hasn't even come up just because the conversation's, they flow the way they flow and they've always landed at about half an hour 35 minutes and that's why we're in podcasting and not broadcasting right we don't have to hit hit the the top of the clock or whatever yeah i have to do that sometimes that in other jobs <laughs> it's not fun <laughs> not so much a question but sort of like a to, to further that uh two of the podcasts that danik and i do while we're while we're doing them uh the eggs and bacon for the store is very regimented and formatted and you can, and you can, and you should keep in mind what your audience is looking for with the type of content that you're providing. Exactly. Um, for and Bacon, it's very topical and usually uh, extremely feminist because that's the way that we do things here. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, there's Doctor Hooch, which is just a drunk podcast, and we try and format that like it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, kind of go with where where the audience is sort of. Uh, taking it, but also uh, don't take every comment into consideration because that way lies matters. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's that's like what we were saying, right? It's like, I mean, in general, we know who our, like, main audience is, and they they love the length of the show. We've had people say, yeah, you know, we'd listen for more, which is awesome. It's it's very flattering, but we're trying to, we know, we know who's mostly listening and what they're looking for, so. Yeah, and there's things that you, someone says, and you go, okay, immediately fixing that, you know? Oh, for sure, yeah. You know, make your episodes uh, smaller in terms of the amount of space they take take up on my phone. Like, note heard, we're going to do that. Uh, It was great having the podcasters, uh, like Adam and you and Herman on the show, because we don't have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of artists who listen to the show, so, uh, and uh, people who see the art, so to get the podcasters on, and then their listeners checking out our show, and they're like, your file's too big, you're not on podcasting, get there, and we're like, okay, all right. So we had we had to have a meeting like after we had these guys on our show. It's like they created more work for us. Jeez, like, we've got to be on all these things now. So I'm on. We're on Stitcher now. So Yay. You, can, you can be happy. We didn't even know. We didn't even know if we were on the Android app, and we had our show around for like three and a half years. We didn't even know. If we, and people were like, no, I listen to it on an Android. And we're like, well, news to us. That's great. That's, my favorite part was when we were all in the room and there was noise from outside, and all of us stopped talking, and you were like. 
it's fine but we were all because we're all podcasters we were like there was a noise (laughs) (laughs) is your audio gonna be okay (laughs) whatever it doesn't matter to us okay a uh, couple I, I don't want to cut off questions so we'll do um, Nick and then we'll do Chris and then I'm getting the we've gone on long enough feeling in, within my <laughs> bones so okay Nick Hi Nick McQuick. Uh I find you guys were talking about this earlier uh, when scheduling a podcast and everything that's a lot of work uh, when you schedule a podcast and set up the time and you book your guest uh, do you ever try and book your guest for longer and edit down to get your time just to kind of condense and get all the good juicy bits uh, well, we we book. I I don't know if you're here right at the beginning when I was saying that we batch record just because that's how our lives work. But um, we book everyone in for an hour, and our show is about 25 minutes. Um, we chat before the mic goes on because we want to establish like because a lot of the women who come in we don't know them and they've never met us, so they like walk into Lauren's house and they're just like hi this is awkward (laughs) i feel really nervous and we're just like no don't be nervous come sit at the table so like we give ourselves time to chat before and after we're pretty we we run a pretty tight ship when we're actually recording um but yeah i don't know it's it's interesting like it's always just like things just kind of flow the way they flow like i said earlier like there are moments when the mic goes off and then someone will say something and I'm like, ah, why did you say that now? Um, and there have been like little things, like tiny bits of information that'll come up after and I will add them uh, to like the blog post that accompanies the episode or whatever. But um, no, it, it's never, I guess, no, we've never booked longer to edit down. I think just because that's not our goal we want to just have like really natural conversations and well we don't want to edit very well i don't want to edit very much uh <laughs> just because yeah it's 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 very time consuming and i'm doing it all day for my actual job as well so it's like yeah um same kind of thing we just try to make sure we let our guests know like the recording itself will take an hour but you'll be at our uh, my apartment or wherever we're recording for over an hour uh so we just kind of give that and like to do the same kind of thing chat to them a bit uh get a sense but sometimes when i know them like herman or andrea and adam when i know all three of them and they come in it's like you guys are podcasters. We're just going to turn it on and we're going to going to go and we're going to follow the the format as as it is. Um, so yeah, not too not too much uh, giving it over, but giving a general timeline of how long that person will be there. And if they seem, if I, especially if I've never met them before, just giving like five minutes, of like how's your day, how are you doing, and and not asking them about their project because you don't want to you don't want to <laughs> uh, get something and then not yeah. have them repeat it later. You yeah. want to get that. Uh, fresh kind of kind of going on yeah. I mean Good that question, like though. that being said though we also have we both have pretty structured podcasts like our shows are pretty strongly f- like formatted so if I think I if agree <laughs> <laughs> yours more so than mine because it's all like yeah. current and stuff uh, that that's a uh, kudos to you because I I don't want to deal with that um, but yeah I think like if you if I were have like having a podcast that were more converse like conversational or more I don't want to say random that's not right but you know what i mean like we we ask our core questions we've got kind of our end goal but um like if i were doing something that were that was like a conversation about a film film reviews or like a drunk podcast like then yeah i probably would just say come and hang out and we'll talk and then we'll edit it edit it to like those awesome bits of conversation tangents are really good and tangents are really important for the success of your of your podcast but as a host you need to know when those tangents 
are, are through. And you have to learn that a little bit yourself. And you'll learn that from listening to the show yourself. Everybody should listen to your show. Like you, yourselves. Like I think hosts should always listen to it. Just not Even after you put it out, fine. Just to learn for next time. It's like, oh, that one went a little long. Here's where I can actually come yeah. back and, and swing back a little bit. Because tangents are good, but beating a dead horse is not. <laughs> yeah. And then you also learn what you sound like and how annoying you can be. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was used to it because I've, you know, I've had a YouTube channel and all this stuff. But like, it was pretty, it was awesome because Lauren listened to the first episode and she was like why didn't you tell me I talked like that and I was just like you talk like what? like normal <laughs> and so I was like oh this is gonna be a learning process because <laughs> but it's good though because it also I, I don't I think it makes you more aware and you get to the point quickly more quickly and you just you become a you become aware of your verbal tics which you can't necessarily do anything about but it's good to be conscious of them yeah possibly Chris one last question yeah um, hi, thank you both for sharing all of your... Thank you for coming today. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you were talking about your own listening habits kind of dictating what you want to create. And I'm wondering um, if maybe that... If anybody else has the uh, this idea that maybe... I don't think of podcasts as something that are necessarily a single serving. I think of them more as a short book than as like a magazine article that I would finish all at once. So when you listen to podcasts that you enjoy do you listen to them all at once in one serving mm. yes usually um yeah so you think you so you're saying you you think of it more as like an audiobook or something right so you're just like hitting pause yeah i don't know hitting pause to me means i will like never go back unless some I'm, don't get me wrong there's and i say that i prefer a certain length but like i think taylor's show is great and um i listened to our whole hour wow. and i was just like wow like, like without interrupting like, yeah oh, wow. i know um <laughs> yeah i don't i don't consume things that way uh so for me it, it is usually a one-time listen i mean i might hit pause quickly if like my dogs need to go outside or something but like it's yeah it's interesting i just feel like i can get more into it that way and i kind of feel like i want to be invested in it enough that i don't want to hit pause like i think like adam's podcast the expats is a huge one for me when he was talking about starting it i was like yeah that sounds really fascinating and then he started it and i was i became obsessed i didn't think i was going to care about it that much and like adam i love you he's one of my best friends i was like oh it sounds interesting and it's like it's fantastic i never want to hit pause on it and i feel like that's kind of the goal and yeah like i want to be gripped enough i want to be interested enough that i'm not listening to it throughout the day but also like i said like i just don't have the type of lifestyle where I can listen to things throughout the day when I do then I'm like all about audiobooks and like all about I do listen to longer form things but yeah. I, I'm hitting pause on shows all the time and I'm even coming back to episodes of a show like I'm even bouncing around because I have the show I like to listen to while I do my food prep for the week and if I'm through like halfway through an episode of Comedy Bang Bang I'm going to leave that so I can listen to the Kotaku uh, split screen show while I do my lunch because that's what I like you know and I'm bouncing between all of those things we flat out tell our listeners if you don't like how long it is you can always pause it and you can come back to it when you're like when you've had a break from me for a little while so like we, in, we encourage that and we know that our show is long and that's why I was when Andrew was like, oh, I listened to the whole thing. It's like, wow, all in one go. Wow, good, good job. Because I, I, I generally don't expect that of people. I expect people to go for a walk, go in, work, and then leave, and then finish the episode on their walk home. Like that's kind of how I, I I've always listened and consumed podcasts. So I encourage our listeners to do the same. 
Yeah, it's such a, I mean, it really, it so depends on your lifestyle, right? It's just how you consume anything. Like, everything depends on what your day-to-day life is like and what you enjoy either hearing or watching or at any given time of the day. It's really interesting, actually. Yeah. Okay, I got to wrap it up because... I have that feeling in my bones, and you have to res- you have to respond to that, right? And also, I have other things, but you, these guys will. Uh, yeah, it's time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much to Taylor and Andrea for sharing your wisdom with us today. Uh, as a token of my appreciation, I am going to send you a, a discount or a download code for Edmojis, which are the uh, emojis for Edmonton that Lucas Timmons and. Uh, uh, Sandra Sparunas made oh. so you can uh, use them in your text there's, <laughs> there's a Talus Dome in there there's a Sad Don Iveson there's everything Sad Don Iveson <laughs> and a happy oh. one yeah. um, please uh, go and subscribe to What It Is and That's So Maven in iTunes Google Play Stitcher yeah. wherever you find podcasts are found on the web there at whatitispodcast.com and yegmavens.com they're on social media. They're lovely people. Um, I'm going to link to all this stuff and whatever else I can think of in my show notes at seenandheardyeg.com. As you know, if you come there, you will see that every two weeks I round up local podcasts. So if I don't know about your podcast, I can't listen to it, so you must tell me about it. Also, I can't listen to all of them, so I can't always point to you. Cause, and some of them are a little long. I, I know you <laughs> Glances over at me. Um, uh, just before you wrap, I just wanted to say uh, that you, I think it's interesting, you categorize all the podcasts by length now, yes. which I think is really cool. And also, we refer to Karen as, uh, now now we do, as the fairy godmother of uh, Edmonton Podcasting. So uh, thank you, Karen, for yes. all of the work that you do. Oh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in to the Seen and Heard in Edmonton podcast. You'll find links that we mentioned in the show notes at seenandheardyeg.com and you can subscribe to the newsletter there as well. And join the Edmonton podcasting meetup page on meetup.com for details on future get-togethers. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 